0: This is the big time, girly. This is rock and roll. Hey, bud! let party! This is the happiest day of my life! Hey, pizza! <laughs> You're immature. You can't do a single thing by yourself. You're a
1: spastic nerf bag all the time. You guys are not that dumb.
2: Hey everybody, you're hanging in the dummy room. I'm Jody Havnat, joined by Mr. Nate Demo. What's up, bro?
3: Not too much tonight, man. How you been? Pretty good, pretty good. Power's back on.
2: It's almost the 4th of July. Everything's all right.
3: How long was your power out for?
2: Dude, like I think, what day was that? Was that Thursday that I, I think it was. It went off Thursday and never came back on. And then I think it came on Late Friday. uh, Long enough that I had to rent a freaking hotel. Because I was melting. (laughs) You know. It was just like. It sucks so bad. And now today it's been just like. Raining off and on. So it's like super humid. Hot as balls. uh, And it's like we're. I don't know. It feels like I'm in Vietnam, dude. There's like all these, all this thunder, but also fireworks everywhere. So there's all these explosions, and like this had to be what it must have been like in Vietnam, minus like dying Death. buddies, yeah, and all that kind of you know stuff that goes with a war. But just the conditions, I feel like I'm gonna have like a PTSD after, after the end of this week. <laughs> <laughs> not to like make light of any kind of any people that have served or anything my dad was a marine, he would like fucking get pissed but anyway, thanks for your service everyone, but you know what I'm trying to say it's like I'm yeah, living in man. a war zone jungle right now <laughs> between the dude. thunder, the humidity and all these freaking firework fireworks bombs going off it's like
4: <laughs> fuck, get yeah. down
2: get down motherfuckers
3: yeah. dude I got a couple neighbors that they fucking started already but Yeah, they're blowing them off all the time, and it's yeah. Dogs, dogs don't like it.
2: So (laughs) you should see my cat. He's like a (laughs) indoor/outdoor. He'll just be chilling, and then some bomb will go off, and he goes like gets that low run, super fast run going. It's hilarious.
3: It's Peter, right? Yeah, his name
2: is Peter Chris.
3: (laughs) Uh, Dude, it's been really hot here too. Last weekend was pretty brutal. Um, Friday was hundred
2: under degrees Jesus. and
3: it was uh, uh, the good thing was my daughter's freaking softball game got cancelled on Friday and then uh, Saturday she played all day but dude I'm tired of baseball let's just let's just skip the baseball talk and just listen to the freaking isotopes eh <laughs> eh hey.
2: the isotopes, dude, they kind of boil it all down into these tight little packages that make it seem so cool. But when you're there yeah, melting your uh, balls off in the sun, it ain't quite as fun, is it?
3: No, no, it's, <laughs> it's really not. But, yeah, but anyways, dude, I love that song. Full-on isotopes, chubby, you know. Um, you seen the video for that song, dude? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fucking hilarious. I watched it yesterday for the first time in a while, and, yeah, I just... This fucking wayne's world concept is hilarious to me yeah so it's pretty cool Jockstrap. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, isotopes great fucking band
3: yep so uh what else were we going to talk about tonight dude i can't remember
2: <laughs> i don't know so we took the kids to the uh pizza buffet tonight and i was thinking about you <laughs> nice i was like i bet nate would be happy in this motherfucker it was like 30 pizzas, and plus you can, like, just put in an order for whatever weird shit you want, you know, and they'll just bring it out to you. Kids love uh,
3: it. Is this, uh, what place is this? It's
2: called CC's.
3: Oh, yeah. It's not bad. It's, yeah, uh, so you...
2: Kids like it, because it's, like, there's games and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, Yeah.
3: last week you, you told me about, uh, the St. Louis style pizza, and <laughs> I googled it, and, uh i think i'm gonna have to make a trip man trip yeah. down there
2: you should wait and we should schedule out where there's a cool show happening
3: yeah pizza and pizza a show and a show yeah fuck yeah oh yeah um yeah it's a long ways to go for a freaking pizza so <laughs> i just will have something i <laughs>
2: hope to you eat. like it <laughs> <laughs> it's different I'll,
3: it's a little bit different i like pretty it, good dude. it's pretty good cool we got a pizza place in town here called pizza king that i i just love you know it's just just your fucking standard pizza but it's so good and they got this really really cool logo too so
2: there's a pizza king in carbondale i saw the Mangies play there this place called the pizza king pk's Uh, oh yeah way back when the good old days as it were so, yeah, we want to uh, just take this little moment. Anyone that's been listening to the show, uh, we're trying to just gain an audience. So if you could share it with all your friends and tell your friends about it if you like it. And uh, even if you think it sucks, man, tell your friends about it. <laughs> they might dig it. And they might. You might be wrong, you know. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I'm not much on trying to sell myself. But we would like to get as many listeners <laughs> as possible. So if you could tell your buddies about it, that'd be cool.
3: Yeah, that'd be great. What else we got?
2: I don't know. So, what are you doing for the Fourth of July tomorrow?
3: I don't know. Are you going I to see some fireworks have, or whatever? Um, I thought I was going to have to go to a parade, but I don't think we're going anymore. I'm I'm not sure. I think it's going to be too hot, and uh, I'm not a big parade guy, so kind of mm. dodged a bullet on that one again. Yeah. But um, you know, in town, the big firework thing, we never we never really go to it. So, I. I used to blow off some fireworks and shit in the backyard and uh it's been a uh, probably not this year. So,
2: <laughs> right. We always take the kids plus I'm a, I love it too ever since I was a kid. I was one of those kids. I mean, we used to all meet up on 4th of July in these like empty lots and and have like bottle rocket fights and shit. You'd like put the bottle rockets in like a like a pipe so you could just aim it and you could just <laughs> shoot each other from distances you know what i mean it was like a war it was like almost like a civil war reenactment with no kind of race issues (laughs) you know what i'm saying (laughs) just a bunch of kids having fun and uh you know of course someone would get shot in the face and it would blow up and go they'd go screaming home it was a different time
3: (laughs) yeah when i was uh when i was a kid i grew up in this uh town south of here but um this little town in wisconsin and we lived on this this fucking hill so you had to ride it It was like a you know pretty long hill and i remember having to ride my bike up it to get to my street yeah the fucking neighbor kids that lived across the street they had a car you know they were older kids Um, and they'd they'd drive up to you and they'd fucking shoot bottle rockets out at you and you're on your bike and i'm like i'm like seven eight so scary huh yeah, scary in hell. But looking back, it was pretty fun, you know. <laughs> hell yeah. But, yeah, you those kids. I mean, you could—they couldn't do that shit today, no, you know. They'd, not even. Be in fucking jail. <laughs> oh yeah, you can't get away with anything today. Everybody's too freaking
2: sensitive, man. And someone might get offended if a firework goes in their face.
3: Yeah, my my brother used to do this uh these big Fourth of July parties out at his house, and we'd just get freaking tanked, you know. And we'd be lighting off these, you know, the the mortars and shit. Oh shit, and those it'd, are it'd crazy. Be dark. So darkness plus alcohol plus and mortar flame. bombs. Yeah, Holy so we we things would be going really good for a little while, and then they'd end up. seemed like every year, at least one of them would go in backwards. Yeah. So you drop it in there, and then you just wait for it to take off, but it it just fucking explode right on the ground. You know, <laughs> just uh, running like little, you know, just little girls running. So. Great.
2: It's a wonder any of us have all of our fingers. Yeah, right? <laughs> but, yeah, like you said, man, the kids today just, they're too sheltered, man. Everybody's got to be so protected. You know what I mean? It's crazy the shit that we would do as kids. You could never do it today, and it's amazing no. that none of us really got seriously hurt. <laughs> but we didn't, you know, and I don't think the kids today would either.
3: But no. Whatever. Yeah, I, I remember some... some uh some dangerous shit going down. I remember this one guy um he was a friend of the family. This was this was way back when too. He I think he had fucking sparklers, like a like a fucking fistful of them. Yeah. And he tried to light them all. <laughs> and I <laughs> apparently you can't do that and like he really fucked up his hand pretty bad. Dude. But I was like a little kid. So maybe it wasn't as bad, but I'm pretty sure he like lost a finger or something. Holy I don't know.
2: Shit. Dude, do you want to hear the craziest hand story that I got? Uh, maybe. Doesn't really have anything to do with, <laughs> with nothing <laughs> like... <laughs> no handies. <laughs> it's nothing like that. No, but check this out. This is a true story. It doesn't have anything to do with fireworks either, but check this shit out, man. I used to know this dude. His name is Opie, okay? And he was like a a pretty fucked up little dude. He partied a lot, you know, when he was pretty young and drank and smoked pot and did a lot of acid and eventually graduated to cocaine and whatever else he could find, right? Well, anyways, I kind of quit hanging out with him because he was just a little too much, right? And then about two years later, he supposedly was getting his shit together and he got himself a job at Taco Bell, okay? Yo quiero Taco Bell. (laughs) Getting his shit together at Taco Bell. But still, it's a step in the right direction. So, this fucking Opie, I guess he wasn't getting his shit together because apparently one night he did some kind of, like, angel dust or PCP or some type of shit, right? This fucking guy on the whatever drug breaks into the closed Taco Bell that he works at and decides to deep fry his motherfucking hands, bro. (laughs) Like, he just turned that shit on and stuck his fucking hands in there and cooked them. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? So, like, the next time I saw him, he's wearing, like, these fucking Luke Skywalker gloves and shit. You know what I mean? Like, because he had, like, he was, like, burned down to his fucking bones and shit. So, that's crazy. So, that's my crazy hand story. <laughs> You're welcome for that one. Jeez. Can you imagine, though? and that fucked up I mean I've done some (laughs) drugs and I never got it in my head that I wanted to fucking deep fry my hands you know what I'm saying how do you I don't know I don't don't understand the reasoning dude I'm gonna break into my job and cook my hands (laughs) okay bro
3: party on dude oh fuck (laughs) I wasn't ready for that one man dude holy shit
2: that's the craziest hand story that I know it's a true story, and this dude still lives probably, like, three miles down the road from me.
3: <laughs> How's his hand doing?
2: I don't know. This is when we were, like, kids. Like, <laughs> t- he was probably, you know, 20 at the time. I'm sure they're... F- he've, I don't think he has to wear the gloves anymore. I think it, like... <laughs> I think he finally healed enough to wear, I guess, skin grafts and all that shit. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, yeah. When I was, uh... When I was a little kid in that same fucking town on that same damn street, um, they were uh, re-blacktopping or some shit like that. Yeah. And I was probably like uh, six, maybe you know, maybe maybe younger, like four or five. Okay. And I decided to go across the street barefoot on this hot blacktop, you know. Oh shit! And I, so I walked across, and I stopped halfway ran all the way to the other side <laughs> and then you know I had to get back home so I walked back and I just yeah I was pretty fucked up I couldn't walk for a while
2: damn you blistered all over your feet and shit
3: yeah they they like picked me up and put me in this uh like a bucket of this cream I kind of remember like and um yeah I was probably screaming I'm sure but um yeah I couldn't walk for like months I wow. think yeah, it really fucked my feet up. Damn, and, bro. And now I'm like, I don't like have weird feet or anything, but kind like of like, I don't like shit touching my feet. I <laughs> bet know? you don't. Like my kids or something come up and they touch my feet, I'm a little squeamish. So really? <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of weird. No, no, like fucked up foot fetishes. Bro, for I was gonna me say, say good thing your
2: wife's not into feet, bro. Yeah,
3: uh, fuck. So You'd be in trouble.
2: Jeez, yeah um so you gotta yeah you go outside you never barefoot huh
3: i don't like going barefoot man
2: you'd be wearing those swim shoes in the pool and shit i don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't do the pools i know just fucking with you.
1: hey this is rookie rochelle of the young rochelles and you're hanging in the dummy room
3: Oh hey hey! One more thing. Um, last week, my uh, my friend Andrea from Chad and Andrea down in Madtown. She she uh, dropped me a line. She said that um, she had a similar experience in that candy store with the dildos.
2: Oh shit!
3: Yeah, same one. Same situation uh-huh. with her kids. So warping the mind of a generation over there. Yeah. So I think we uh, triggered a memory for her. So. <laughs> Just
2: know, Christmas is coming, buddy. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: oh, boy.
3: We have news for
0: the beautiful people. There's a lot more of us in our view. Any of you that have ever felt stepped on, left out, picked on,
2: put down, why don't you just come down here and join us, okay?
3: So we got a special guest tonight, right?
2: Yes, we do. Our second special guest here in the dummy room. I'm excited.
3: Yeah, second guest. He's a special special guest from Canada, Mr. Uh, Darren Chuka. Special How you doing, Darren. I'm very special. Very, <laughs> very. How's it going tonight, Darren?
1: I'm good. How are you guys? Pretty doing good. great. Oh, that's good. Where Where are you guys from? You're
3: from like fucking Wisconsin? I am in uh, Wisconsin, yes. Jody is in St. Louis. Ah. Uh, yep. Are you a Cardinals fan?
2: Uh, I don't mind them. I'm not a big sports guy, really. Not a big sports but, guy? Uh, if I'm I a had a to pick sport. a baseball team, I'd go with the Cardinals, yeah. And the Blues for hockey.
1: Yeah, yeah, Blues are all right. Brad Hall. Yeah. Al Right. Back in the day.
2: Yeah, we even had Gretzky for that one season.
1: Oh, yeah, that weird freaking <laughs> year.
2: I don't even remember. It's sometime in the '90s, I think.
1: Yeah, that was fucked up. It was. We have a uh, in Edmonton. We have a statue of Gretzky with the cup right in front of the arena.
2: Wow. Yeah, it's pretty something. It's pretty rad, eh?
1: Yeah, KJ from Chicks Dig a big Oilers
3: fan. Right on. Yeah,
2: cool. and so, he's
3: from Calgary, so that's fucked up.
2: <laughs>
3: so that that leads into to uh, the most important question I got for you, Darren. Uh-huh. Are you ready? Okay, Okay. so is it true that the city of Edmonton offered to pay for the Calgary Flames hockey arena in exchange for the naming rights? Oh,
1: there was some rumor about that.
3: Yeah, and they wanted to name the arena Eat Shit Calgary Place? (laughs) Okay, I don't think that's (laughs) entirely true. But
1: um, it was like a provincial tax, and it was supposed to help pay for the Flames new arena, because we, we, the Oilers just got a new one. The Flames one, they, the Flames have the saddle dome, and the saddle dome looks like, it looks pretty dilapidated these days. It's it's pretty harsh looking. It's been, like, flooded like twice in the last five years. So. Wow. Yeah, they, they need something, or the or I don't know what's going to happen. There's The Flames fans are pretty, uh, they're pretty dedicated, so if they left town, there'd probably be like a huge, freaking riot
2: or something. I don't know. <laughs> right
1: on.
3: Yeah. Well, I, I, I like the name of that arena, Eat Shit Calgary. I think I that's kind of myself, it. but
1: yeah, I don't know. Eat Shit Calgary it doesn't
3: really roll off the tongue. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, I was uh, I've never been to Edmonton, but it looks like a really cool city. Um, well, you're still, from. I'm looking at uh, I was looking at a picture and there's like a like a beach, right? Like, right off of downtown, it looks like. Oh, my God.
1: Okay, so... The beach just happened, like, what, two years ago, I think it started? And the beach is called Accidental Beach. Now, the reason why it's called Accidental is they put a dam into the river and it killed the flow of the river, so then there was, all of a sudden, there was a beach. (laughs) The problem is, it's an accidental beach, so people, like, are pissing and shitting everywhere.
4: Oh, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, the city didn't really support it, so like, the, like there wasn't even an outhouse within, I don't know, fifty yards of it or a hundred yards of anything. So people are like, hey, look, beach, and then they go down to the beach. They're like, well, I gotta take a piss, and I'd be like, well, I'm gonna piss on the beach. So, <laughs> Jeez, the river is pretty polluted. So I, I don't know. I don't know how cool Edmonton is with this, like, this gonorrhea beach. So I don't
2: know. <laughs> you gotta write a song about it, man.
1: It's it's in the works. It's going to be a, a whole concept album, actually.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> well, me and Jody live right on the uh, Mississippi, so that can't be any, any better. It's pretty gross.
1: seen the Mississippi, I'm sure I've seen it somewheres. I, we did Warp Tour, I'm sure I must have hit it somewheres, but no one pointed
2: it out, so I don't know. It's pretty uneventful, just really dirty and uh, filled with random corpses and whatnot.
1: Oh, that'd be sick. I'd like to see a corpse in a, in a river floating. <laughs> like maybe just maybe just a torso.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah, just a torso with with like maybe one arm attached
2: still. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got to wonder where the other half went.
1: Yeah, and then you like the story just you know ends up in your head and there's there's song one of the concept album yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, all right, so for anyone that's listening that doesn't know, Darren plays drums in The Old Wives, a fucking great band, and obviously now doing Bottle Rocket as well, right?
3: Yeah, dude. All right, so you joined TBR in 2015, is that correct? Yeah, uh,
1: Ray called me in December, and then, yeah, pretty much went down in January to try out, and so it has been a history from there, yeah. Right. I- how does it feel to get that call? <laughs> you know, the funny thing is is uh, like when he called, like uh, I was pretty grateful. Like the old wives were like doing all right, like locally anyways. Well, I would say like nationally, we're starting to we were starting to get a little bit of recognition on us. I was working at a, a drum shop like six days a week. I was working like fifty four hours a week or something like that. Wow. And just to, like just because I didn't have anything else going on, and I'm like, Yeah, life's good. You know, I'm selling drums, my band's kind of doing semi-okay, and I'm like, you know, like, I'm, oh yeah, and then he called him my day off, that was the other thing, the one day of the week I was off. I was sitting in my bed playing PlayStation 4, like, like I think I was wearing boxers, and I had, like, a peanut butter toast on the, like, I was, like, total just, like, lounging, and I'm like, you yeah, know, life's pretty good right now. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I looked at my phone, it was ringing, and I was like... It's like unknown, unknown Collar. It was like Wyoming. And I'm like, I don't know anyone, anyone, in, anyone in Wyoming. I'm like, who the fuck? Oh, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs>
2: That's rad.
1: Yeah, it was Ray, And then, yeah, that kind of everything fucking skyrocketed from there.
3: It's cool. Cool.
1: Yeah, th- so things got from good to, to, to much better.
2: So, I mean, was it kind of hard to s- step into those shoes of, Brand- you know, with everyone mourning Brandon and everything? The the thing is, I didn't even think about it. Like,
1: I I kind of went down there and I didn't feel any pressure. The guys made me feel really good, and I was like, they're like, they're like, yeah, I think, yeah, we're going to try this, we're going to make it work. And I was like, cool. And I never even thought of like the whole, It's like, holy fuck, you're replacing, you're you're, you're filling in Brandon's shoes. I, like, I never it never came across to me. And I was like, oh fuck. Like it was right. like a couple weeks later. I was like, oh shit. Like I didn't even realize. The amount of scrutiny I'd be under, and I was like, Oh man, like what did I get myself into almost a little bit? It was it was it was a little scary for a bit there.
2: I bet. So did it feel like you had to win a few people over, or were you pretty much accepted right away? I mean,
1: yeah, yeah, it, you know it, it's funny. like we played a few shows before we did warp tour, and everything was pretty good. I wasn't great. I wasn't feeling overly confident, but I was like, okay, things are going pretty pretty smooth. Um, the first week of Warp Tour, we were awful. Like we were easily the worst band there. Um, we it wasn't going, it wasn't clicking. It just wasn't. I was like, "Oh fuck!" I think it was. There was a uh, a point, the turning point. I think was in Nashville or something like that. It was in the South, and uh, we, I walked off stage and I almost was in tears. I was like, "Okay, that was it. Like I fucked up. I blew it." And then it was kind of a turning point after that, and then we started getting really good after that, so. Right on, man. There'll be, like, a hundred comments where, like, yeah, dude, just stick with it, you're awesome, we love you, it's awesome, this is cool, and then there'll be, like, there was, like, one dude who said something, It was like, oh, you're not Brandon, and I was like, oh, fuck, like, fuck, forget it. All right. And it was just, like, like I said, there's, there could be a hundred people that will tell you that you're doing great, and everything is cool, and then there's that one guy you'll, you'll, you'll never forget,
2: so. Right.
1: It was a little tough. But, like I said, like it's the first yeah. week, we're
2: like... I can't terrible.
3: imagine, dude, the pressure. Awesome. You know what I mean?
1: And I never even thought of it until I was like, oh, yeah, like,
3: crap. So, it was the first recording that you did with them. was that the uh, was it the coverage record?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um, we were bouncing ideas back and forth on what we were doing. Most of those songs, like, if you notice on the letter notes, I have nothing to say because pretty much those are the first times I heard those songs where... When they were like, "Okay, those are the songs we're doing for the record," I'm like, "I had no, I had no attachment to those songs," so I was like, "I'm not, I'm not going to put anything down. I'm not going to pretend to know that I knew anything about these songs." So, kind of left it to those guys to to write their own kind of liner notes for that. And then uh, everything went really smoothly at Blasting Room, and and so much so that's why you you got a seven inch with that as well because we had some extra time to put in.
3: Right. Cool. Were you? Uh- uh, a little disappointed that your your first outing is a is a cover record and not... No, I, we, were, we were talking about that.
1: It was like, I thought it would probably be the best introduction to something like that. It was like it wasn't a cakewalk by any means because we kind of made them our own a little bit but it was like, okay, you know, we're gonna we're gonna see how this goes and see how smooth it went. And, you know, like I said we had extra time at the end, so uh, when it comes time to write the new record, I think we're gonna be like, okay, we know what we're all capable of in, in a studio. We just got to write the songs now. So.
3: Awesome. Yeah, I really liked the record. Um, I like, you know, I was, I thought it was awesome that they chose bands that that were at that level. You know, pretty much nobody bands, but uh, most of them, you know, me and Jody know of and stuff, and Hollywood Blondes and stuff. So yeah,
1: like it's funny. Like you 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 play these uh, songs on the road, or you'll you'll meet these people now on the road. They'll come to the show. And they're like, hey, I'm in this band. And you're
2: like, holy shit, that's fucking rad. That's cool. So, were you like into the Lillingtons at all back in the day? Uh
1: I was a huge Lillingtons fan.
2: Hell yeah, so, man, me too.
1: It up, like I thought Ray was gonna pick me up at the airport the first time I went down there, and he's like, "No, I can't make it. I'm in Laramie." But uh, Cody was visiting his girlfriend in Denver. He's like, "Yeah, he'll pick." It. I was like, "Oh shit!" And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm be able to hold my shit together for like, because from Denver airport to Laramie is about yeah, it's about a two and a half hour drive. And I was like, oh, fuck, fucking Cody's picking me up. And I'm like, I've been listening to Cody for years. I don't know if I can you know, <laughs> like, fucking shit. Like, it was fucking really awkward. I was like, god damn, this guy fucking rules. And I was like, ah! Yeah, it was It, was a, little, it was a little nerve-wracking. But uh, I, I hung out with Cody pretty much the, the most when TBR used to come through town. So, TBR would come through town. Old Wives would probably open for him every time. And then, uh, I never really hung out with Ray and Brandon a whole lot, but Cody would come party with us, so
2: yeah. I knew him a little bit. Cool. It's pretty cool to uh, you know, have been a f- such a fan of the Longtons, and now you're in a band with Cody. You know, it's yeah, cool. it's cool.
1: it's fucking rad. Like I mean, we still, we still fucking party hard together, so it's pretty yeah. funny.
3: So, Darren, I just got to ask you. So, you joined TBR. Was had Liam already left the old wives at this point, or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to get into liam's uh, departure or anything but um did you did you think the old wives were gonna continue as a three piece or uh, when shit went down
1: with liam um we we got together pretty much the next night um and I in my head was like okay well we'll just continue as a three piece we'll find someone else down the road that's what that was my thinking just because uh it wasn't like, oh, like Liam wasn't anything to the band. That's completely not what I was thinking. It was, it was a matter of the other two guys were both, both are best friends of mine. And then the other thing is, is like, it was almost a spite thing with Liam because I was like, I was so angry. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to fucking, we're going to keep going. We're going to fucking kill it. And this new record is going to be awesome. And we're going to show him that he fucked up real bad. And, and we're going to make it fucking awesome. And he's going to be pissed off that he fucked up. <laughs> um, that was, honestly, that, that's a shitty way of thinking a little bit, but honestly, I think that was kind of my thinking towards it. I don't know about the other two. The other two just was like, no, we're going to keep playing. We want to keep playing. I love it was the same feeling. It was like, we're all best friends. So right. it was like, we weren't going to like, like lose the band because, uh, because Liam's, uh, crappy departure. <laughs>
3: right on. Well, I think the new record's really good, man. Oh, me too, um, man. So... We'll play a song. What do you think we should listen to off three? I don't know. What do you think we should play, Darren?
1: So, my favorite song to play on the record, I think my favorite song on the whole record is I Can't Serve.
2: I like that one, That's too. a good one.
1: We even got any fan feedback on the record. It's the first song, and the hits keep on coming because it's the opening lyric from Ryan that like everyone kind of fucking relates to. So
2: right, I like thirty something and trash unreal and too, though. Yeah,
1: trash and real, man. Like we wrote that one in the studio, not thinking like it was gonna happen. Just because it was, we had bits and pieces of it, but it never. we were like, nah, this song is just a filler. And then it's the most requested song when, when, when we just came back from Europe. It's like, well, oh, come, you guys, and play that. We're like, fuck, we should have learned <laughs> that one. <laughs> so, yeah,
2: it's a lot of good ones, man. Drums sound great too, man. So, what led you guys to how long between records before three came out? It'd been a few years, right?
1: Yeah, like, what's the order? So we did see you in hell at Sonic Iguana. That was kind of like,
3: like, dude, I, I, I were, love that record.
1: Yeah, it's fun. It's it, and like I love how that one was re, like recorded too. But like Liam and I went into old wives, going, "Okay, this is our bucket list. We're getting we're, we're getting older. We don't know what's gonna happen." Like, okay, so what's on the bucket list? We're like, "Well, we want to record at Sonic Iguana, So Liam fucking just huge. He's like, "Yeah, we're doing it." I'm like, "Well, I don't have any money, <laughs> and, and I know you don't have any money." He's like, "Yeah, we'll figure it out." So he made it happen, and uh, so we're like, "Okay, cool." So we did that, and then it was like, okay, now what? And it was like, well, I don't know, we'll put out another record and see what happens. And that was just kind of what was going on. It's like, okay, well, we'll do another record. We'll do half a record. And we'll see what happens from there.
2: <laughs> I always thought the the drums on backed in the Corner kind of remind me of the, like the MTX drum sound, where it's kind of like... Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, like the bass drum especially. Sounds great. Yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah. really good. I really do like the new record, though, man. I think it sounds really good. Yeah, matter. there's a guy here in Edmonton, his name is Greg Wright, and uh,
1: he's kind of like the recording guru in town, and every time we go into a studio here in Edmonton, it's, they don't get it, it They because Edmonton's kind of, it's very, it's very narrow-minded, they don't really, they've never heard, like, a, a Screeching Weasel record, or they've never <laughs> heard, like, a pop punk band, they've always heard, like, the, the heavy rock band, or, like, the top 40 right. rock
2: like, trooper or like, something so yeah
1: we, like <laughs> not that we do not want to April sound like
2: wine that. and shit
1: yeah like <laughs> don't get me wrong i love it
2: yeah there's a lot of, some of that shit's <laughs> pretty good
1: yeah but i don't want to i don't want my record to sound like that
2: no so. not even
1: yeah so it was like it's like this guy's like no no i totally get it and we're like he recorded the two songs on the blenders um split he recorded yeah. uh sucks to grow up and uh uh, what was Liam's song on there? Uh, the Grown up, the fuck up. Yeah, that, that's Ryan's song. Yeah, that's, yeah, Back yeah. up right. was, was Liam's. The Grown up, the fuck up is Ryan's song. But those two songs were recorded for, with Greg, and then that's when we found out it was like, oh shit, we got to do the record with him because he fucking nailed it. Right. There's yeah, actually those songs, three those, different recordings on that blenders uh, split. Um, those two are favorite, um, and then the other four, two different sessions that are once completely fucking bonkers we had a we had our bass being run through like a marshall guitar rig it was it was was fucked up we didn't we were like yeah maybe i don't
2: know and then we're just okay it's recorded i guess that's what's happening it was like a lemmy sound on the bass
1: yeah it's it's a little (laughs) like i said they don't get it they're like no, it's too gnarly
2: yeah they're they're like oh
1: it's punk man it's like no no you don't get it
2: it's Right you now we're going for yeah. <laughs> I hear you, man. It must be kind of strange, like going into a studio situation with someone who has no clue what you're like actually doing. You know what I mean? Right.
1: No, and like I, I frame of reference. with this genre, it's just like, they, you know, walk into like a semi nice studio and they're like, oh no no we get a punk.
2: Right, no, no, not that, no. Can you guys play it it a little bit slower? We're having a hard time recording it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) What?
1: BPMs on this? There's
2: 200? What? (laughs) Right. Uh,
1: Shit.
2: How in the world are you playing those eighth notes that fast? Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) Great records, though, man. Yeah, they're all pretty fun. So are there plans for another one coming up anytime soon?
1: Yeah, well... Both bands are at this this point where we're both in recording mode. So um, there's plans with TBR and and uh, Old Wives. Uh, uh, we got we got another plan. We got a plan for a, hopefully a split, and I, I can't really go any further than that with with that info. But both bands are at this point where we're we're at recording modes right now. So sweet. Nice. It'll be interesting to see how it all schedules soon here, because, <laughs> like I said, both have some plans. Everything's probably going to be recorded in the winter, and then I don't know about release times yet. So,
2: cool. So you're gonna be a pretty busy, guy.
3: Yes, it's gonna be getting hairy here. So when you guys, when the old wives are playing, do you do you play those Liam songs, or do you just not play no, those? Don't play any more Liam songs. Okay, just I've never seen you guys actually play live, and you know he had some really really great songs. So yeah, totally, but
1: we didn't feel like it was. Uh, I don't. We didn't feel like it was right to, to play his songs. I hear you. Cool. Yeah. Fair enough.
2: Yeah. All right, so Dan, who was your like main drum influence when you were a kid learning?
1: Oh, um, well, it all started with. With, with, uh, I hate going here because it's such a bleh, but it's it's it, it, like I started playing drums because of Dave Grohl. Like I heard Nevermind, and I'm like, yeah, that's and you, like you you've seen the videos, and you're like, no way, he plays like they like he's totally souping it up for the video or whatever. But and then you see the live shots of him, and you're like, yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> and it's, so I got into that. That that was my main like. Okay, i have got to start playing drums. Uh, and then after that, it was uh, uh, one of the first, like, when when the whole punk, I, like, I grew up in a small town, so, like, we didn't have a lot of outlets for music, so when uh, Screeching Weasel kind of landed in Hinton, this was the town I grew up in, it was, like, population 9,000, uh, My Brain Hurts was the first record that I heard, and Dan Panic, I was, like, I was like, holy shit, like, it, this music's... Pretty sped up, but it's clean and it sounds wicked. And I'm like, I can get behind this. This is awesome. And it wasn't that far off of what Grohl was doing, anyways, with Nirvana. But it was more like you know, you start hearing eighth notes and you start hearing like double time stuff, and you're like, holy shit, like this guy's fucking rad.
4: Hmm.
1: So, so it went from Grohl to Panic and then Comet Bus, and I mean, then uh, and then yeah, it just spirals from there.
2: So, it's pretty cool, man. I always felt Panic was totally underrated. He's such a killer drummer, dude.
1: He's such a killer drummer and such a fucking awesome dude. I
2: got the chance to meet him a couple times now, and he's fucking so rad. So, right on. Yeah, man. What's he doing now, man? Um, uh, he. I think he's still in California.
1: Um, uh, he. He was showing me. I can't remember what it was called, but he had his own. He was doing his own band, like he was doing everything. He was recording drums, he was playing really? bass guitar, and it was kind of like it kind of had like a Cure feel to it. It was really cool.
2: Wow. Hmm. Yeah,
1: and it was really good. It was really well done.
2: I'd definitely be interested in hearing that.
1: Yeah, and like just the like I said, just a fucking rad dude. He just like easy to talk to, and we, we shot the shit for the, like the whole day. We hung out, so it was
2: awesome. That's what's up.
1: It's cool meeting like someone you looked up to for years, and the guy's fucking awesome as 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 you thought you could he he would be. So it was, it was awesome. It's great. Yeah, it's weird. You look at your phone sometimes, you'll get a text from fucking Danny Panic, and you're like, "Holy fuck! Look where I am now." It's like Jesus. <laughs> That's cool. That's just fucking nuts. You're like, I just like he's asking me about drum heads. I'm like, God damn! Like, well, how that fucking happened? You know? <laughs>
2: That's great. Yeah. So what's up with these crazy, uh, what were we calling it, Nate? You had a bunch of weird questions for us. T-U-M-M-Y-R-O-O-M! T-U-M-M-Y-R-O-O-M!
0: Okay, let me ask you a few questions. The idea is to put your mind absolutely perfect. So let's just answer the question. Why don't you just answer the question? Be honest, no big deal. Yeah, answer it. Answer the question. Talk to us. Come on, answer, answer the it. question! Any right.
3: Questions? You up for a little uh, roundtable of some stupid fucking questions, Darren? Oh, Dude, fucking shoot them at me. All right, shoot so... Grab my face. <laughs> I, pulled, uh, <laughs> I, I pulled this fucking list off the internet, and I'm just going to randomly kind of go through these a little bit. So, uh, I don't know, we'll call this segment something like uh, Dummy Questions from the Dummy Room or some shit like that. So, uh, all right, so we'll just go around. um start with... Uh, what is your favorite movie?
1: Oh, my God. Um, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Um, this is going to sound kind of weird because it's not even that good of a movie, but it was on TV the other day, and I always kind of thought of it as, like, yeah, I think that's my favorite movie, and I don't know why. And um, it was on the other day. It was The, the Truman Show.
2: <laughs>
1: I love that movie. one, dude. I, like, um, some people are like, it's it's okay, and I'm like, no, man, like, fuck, that movie's fucking awesome. I was on the other day, and I was like, I th- like oh, I remember when I used to call this my favorite movie, and then I, like, watched it again, I'm like, no, it's still my favorite,
3: I think. I saw it a few weeks ago, and I I tried to explain to my daughter, who's 11 now, um, what the hell was going on. Yeah. Kind and of it's both. just...
1: It's it's got a bunch of different like you know things to kind of read into it and it's just like it's awesome it's just right. like holy shit
2: it's like yeah a lot of ethical questions like is it even ethical to do that to a baby and film its whole life <laughs> but do you all let me ask you this do you subscribe to this whole theory a lot of people say that movie is just a metaphor for this like domed earth that we supposedly live in what do you think about that well
1: that's, that's another like that's another thing to think about right.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, to think about. I don't. I don't
1: know how much I buy into that, <laughs> but I, like, that's another thing to think about, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, who knows? One thing I do know is I don't believe anything that I was taught in like public school. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's the whole thing. is like the closed eye, right? Like they they, they show you what you want to hear, sort of thing, or whatever.
2: Right. Yeah. They, they basically just show you what they want you to see.
1: Yeah, exactly. So like like, like so many different concepts kind of into that. That movie and it's just like, it's fucking rad. It's a great uh, yeah. one. That was a really good yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I was like a lot of people like, well, that's a pretty no, it was pretty good. And I'm like, no, it's pretty fucking awesome actually. <laughs> it really is. I like Cabin in the Woods. That one's fucking rad as fuck.
2: Where all the fucking monsters come out and all that shit. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, that's no. cool. <laughs> Interesting list. Yeah.
1: That's Cabin in the Woods, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty rad. What about you, Jody?
2: Favorite movie for me. I don't know. One of my favorites, I don't know if...
3: Short Circuit.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Break Johnny into F- Electric Boogaloo. No, um... Your
3: mother was a snowblower.
2: <laughs> I really like all those 80s movies a whole lot, but probably my favorite movie is probably... I like that Natural Born Killers, dude. Yeah, it was pretty good. Well made. I like Oliver Stone. I like his style.
1: There's a movie uh, the Bottle Rocket guys and I were talking about the other day. Uh, Ray brought it up. You guys remember this old movie called The Gate? I do. <laughs> Hell yeah. There is a passageway to the most
0: evil place you can imagine. A gate behind which the demons wait to take back what was once theirs. And now someone has opened the gate. There's
4: this a weird
0: tearing sound there in the decomposed corpse of her
4: dead father. Oh no.
0: Tearing out hair by the hands.
4: I'm calling the police. You got demons. I mean, you guys were serious about that demon stuff? They have opened the gate. Pray it's not too late.
1: Man, I'm like dying to find it now because I remember watching that as a kid and that was like the best fucking movie at the time.
2: Yeah, I don't think it's going to so, live up to what you remember when you do see no, it. No, I don't think so. Probably
1: not. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not going to off. Now, but... You could probably like,
2: find it, it on one of those damn torrent sites. Not to yeah, say that no. that's the way to go, but I bet you could.
1: And I'm gonna probably get like ten minutes in and I'm like, fuck, what a waste of time. But, <laughs>
2: I hate whatever. when that happens. Like a movie you loved and you watch it as an adult. It's like, God, what did I even like this for? Like Short Circuit. Yeah, totally.
0: Disassemble.
3: Dead! Yeah. What so, about you, Nate? Um, I gotta go with, uh, Fast times at Ridgemont High, dude. Oh, fuck yeah. Classic. Learn it. Know it. Live it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Can't go around there. Nope. All right. So the next question, let's go with, uh, what is your biggest or weirdest fear?
1: Oh, my God. Um. I don't like heights. Maybe that's That's it. mine, dude. Yeah, I'm, heights make I've, me sweat real bad. Yeah, I'm definitely well, afraid I feel of heights. But heights makes it worse. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I got lots of fears, but probably that's probably one of the. Yeah, I would say heights. Heights. Heights fucked me up pretty
3: good. I I agree, <laughs> man. What do you got, Jody?
2: I'm not a fan of heights now. When I was younger, it never bothered me, dude. But like, even if I go like on uh like the Six Flags or whatever, like a theme park, I can't get on those tall heights oh, without like wigging fuck out. Me up
1: so bad. I'd have friends that go, "Oh, you gotta come!" and I'd be like, "Nah, i send this one out." <laughs> like, yeah.
2: We have a, like a, a Six Flags pretty close to us, so we go all the time, take the kids and shit. But there's this, there's these swings there, dude, and it, it's like it goes in circles, right? But it also goes up in the air like 300 feet, and dude, Ooh, I got it. I got on it and one time, one time only. But I'm just, like, up there fucking panicking, dude, like, tripping. Oh, I would never do that again. Did you again. shit your pants? Did you piss yourself? Dude, no, I didn't. <laughs> but I really felt like I, I, I was would. going to die that day. I mean, it was, like, <laughs> terrifying. I don't know. Yeah. And when I was a kid, that would have never bothered me. Not even in the slightest. But
1: I could probably do some, like, swings. But, like, there's a couple roller coasters that are that are pretty, like, no fucking way sort of thing. And those drop of doom things, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, where they yeah. just that's fucking bullshit, too. That's not a fucking ride. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> there, is a, uh, there is a roller coaster in West Edmonton Mall. West Edmonton Mall used to be the largest mall in the world. Okay. Um, now I think it's like fifth or sixth. I don't know how big it is. Anyways, they got this thing called the Mindbender, and it's got three uh, full fucking, what do you want to call it, fucking spins or whatever. Yeah. Anyways, you can look it up. There was... Uh, I think in '87 or '89 or something like that, there was a de- uh, like the thing fell off the track and killed oh, like three shit. people. Yeah, look that shit up. That's that's pretty freaky shit.
2: Damn, Jeez. I've watched quite a few of these like uh, theme park disaster videos on YouTube, dude. Oh. I don't know why I do it, like, but I do it death, a lot. Sure. Yeah, kind of like uh-huh. that. Those drop things. This, I watched this girl. It like collapsed and it cut off everyone's legs in the first row. <laughs> I mean, crazy shit. Oh. That is some shit. Like a cable snapped and it just lopped their legs right off. The whole damn front row. I think some.
1: I think one of the dudes that died in that Mindbender accident. One of his head. Like one of the dudes' heads got like totally decapitated. Jesus.
2: Yeah. That's Fuck. crazy.
1: And it was back in the day, like where the mall was like fairly new. <laughs> so it, like, it was it was big. It was a big fucking deal.
2: Yeah, I bet. Sounds like yeah, a PR so, nightmare. Yeah. I don't know what drives people to want to do these things, but we do. Yeah. You know, it's weird. Oh, my God, it's so much fun. No, it fucking isn't. What are you talking about? <laughs> there goes your head, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. All right, so what else you got, Nate?
3: All right. Um. Uh, If you were of the opposite sex, what would your name be?
2: Mine oh would God. be the same.
3: What? <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I, w- I know what I'd be. What? I I'd be Natalie. Natalie. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> um, what, what,
1: what I, I guess I'd be like Darlene or something. Mm, yeah. Darina. Darina. Dar- right, I guess something like that. Daria.
2: Yeah, Daria. I like, I don't mind that. I don't
1: mind Daria.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I like the show.
1: I, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Daria. Right on. All oh, right. Yeah. Um what other languages do you speak? Oh, I speak uh really
1: bad French. Um when I wasted in Europe, I speak really uh it's not even German. I just fucking you know, I just speak up. Yeah. Um that's it, yeah. I, my mom was my mom was French, and like I took French in high school, and then like everything was going to be like, hey, uh, look, Darren's gonna be bilingual, and then I fucking quit going to that shit. And <laughs> fucking, yeah, Hindsight, I probably should have kept it up, but now I'm like, Bleh, it's too go. late. Yeah, I'm not in Montreal enough to to justify it. So screw it. Right.
3: Yeah, I was in uh, my, one of my really good friends lives in Montreal. And uh, he he grew up in Vancouver and Ottawa, and then he came back to the States. And he moved up there once. I actually drove him up there. It's kind of like an emergency with his fiancée. And sh- she's always lived there and uh, slept over the one night and then hit the road on the way back the next morning. And I stopped at a gas station. They have those pay-at-the-pump things, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's all in French. It's all. <laughs> and I'm like, Holy shit! I don't know how to. I don't even know how to pump fucking gas there. <laughs> so I'd
1: probably struggle with that too. Like it's
3: like, yeah, I could probably. No, I don't. I don't know. I'd have to see it. I would have to like maybe I could like kind of
1: fake my way through it. I don't know. I'd have to check that shit out.
3: Yeah, I remember going to like McDonald's and like going up to the counter and being like do you speak English? And they're like, of course <laughs> we do, you know, like, yeah. like I'm a fucking retard for asking them, you know, <laughs> but it's like, well, everything's in French. So
1: you do in Europe is like when somewhere in like, I know there's no English. I just point. You just fucking, that's what I want. <laughs> like a little Big Mac. I want that one. Yeah. 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 Any I'm languages for you, lot.
3: Jody?
2: Me? Uh, no, I, f- I failed out of Spanish, but I am pretty fluent in jive.
3: I know Jive too, man.
2: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I speak a little bit of Jive, but uh Hey, you know what they say. See a broad to get that booty acle Leg it down and smack 'em yak 'em. Cole <laughs> got to be. Yo <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: failed out of Spanish. The the thing about the way they teach other languages in like high school is they teach you, like, a handful of words, but then they start teaching you how to conjugate verbs and shit, and you don't even know any of the words yet. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. make any sense. It's, like, a stupid yeah. approach.
1: But, uh, yeah. yeah it was no. just regurgitated over and over. Like, every year, it was like, okay, I'm, I'm learning a little bit more, but not enough to...
2: Not enough to actually speak yeah, the language. You know what I mean? Yeah. Supposedly, they got those, like, uh, what is it called? Some kind of stone courses that you listen Rose to. A of stone courses. Yeah. Like. And you just yeah. like go to sleep and listen to it, and Does supposedly that
4: shit
1: work or I what? I don't know,
2: but supposedly you wake up speaking French or whatever.
1: That would be rash. I don't know. It's like that episode of The Simpsons where freaking Homer. It's like he gets his tapes mixed up. He was trying to like put eating, or he was trying to die, <laughs> but then he like he lost half his. I don't know. I'd have to see the episode. Right. Like, yeah, he le- loses his vocabulary. and He ends up eating more or something like that. It's
2: hilarious. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah alright Nate why don't you do with a couple more and then we'll wrap this up
3: alright um who is your celebrity crush oh shit
2: hmm hmm
4: hmm that's a
1: tough one that is a tough one back, back in the day not anymore because I haven't seen what the fuck she looks like she's probably hideous now but um Elizabeth Hurley was fucking pretty hot.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah
1: I don't, it looks like now, though, because I think she was pretty old back then. Even back then, she was like, pretty good. But now I don't know what she looks like. So now it's like,
2: hmm. No, she probably looks like a hot grandmother.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's probably all fucked up and shit. So like, it's probably <laughs> not that.
2: Knock the dust out that shit, Darren.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, definitely. That's <laughs> yeah, like, hey, Sorry, babe. Nate. Put, your, put your face on first or something. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Jeez. Um let me let me sit on that one for a second. I think I might, oh yeah, I might need some time on that. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: He's pulling a Paul Stanley on
3: us,
2: right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what about you, Nate?
3: Um, I I got to go with Elizabeth Shue.
1: Really? Yeah.
4: yeah okay.
1: I wonder what the fuck she looks like now.
2: She looks
3: okay. What about you, Jody? What do you got?
2: Oh, somebody Great. crushes. I don't even really know any of the modern celebrities, but when I was a kid, man, I fucking loved Betty Page, dude. Betty Page. What? I definitely <laughs> wouldn't want her nowadays, because I'm sure you'd have to dig her out of the grave or whatever. <laughs> but Is she dead? She's not dead. She's, Is she dead? I don't know, but she'd have to be super old right about now. I think
1: she's, she's like 95 or something like that.
2: Again, I, Dust Knox. I think she's dead. I do, too, but I'm not sure. But, yeah, back in the day, I always. You yeah, know. she. Page. She died ten she years hot. ago.
3: Oh, she did die ten years ago. Yeah, so she's
2: uh... uh yeah. The whole yeah pin up thing. That, yeah. And she's like the queen of all that. You know.
1: Oh my yeah. God, uh, I was getting mixed up with what's her face. Never mind,
3: I'm stupid. That's a pretty good answer, Jody. Yeah, that's that pretty hot.
1: good. I mean, short chick in Avengers or whatever. What, what's her name? The, oh. The,
3: uh, in what? She's kinda hot. Yeah. The
1: short Avengers
2: or is it Avengers or Yeah, it's a oh,
3: uh, Black Widow. Is that are you talking about Black Widow? Uh, uh, no. what the fuck's her name?
2: The important question though, man, is what did you guys think of Lisa Turtle Saved by the Bell? <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bitch, man. It's cause she wasn't getting any good dick, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Apparently they were all fucking each other, like uh like yeah. behind his, It's crazy, yeah. right? Even Screech, even Screech. Uh, Screech fucking broke the story,
2: and so everyone hates Screech now. That's what that's what I heard. I heard Screech made porn and shit like in the nineties. I think
3: he did too. It's like that's crazy. He's from Wisconsin, dude. Oh,
2: there you go. There you go.
3: There you go.
2: All right, let's get one last good one, so we don't go out on fucking Screech porn. (laughs) All
3: right. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Last one. We'll go with um, what was your favorite Halloween costume as a kid? Um,
1: you know what's fucked up? I didn't like Halloween as a kid. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was it was weird. I only, to be honest, Halloween. I think I only went out like three or four times as a whole, like uh, through the whole process. I never. I, I I don't know what it was. Huh?
2: Yeah. And then when I
1: like my my mom would be like, "Okay, you gotta do this." You're like,
2: "You're a kid." Yeah. You gotta. Were you like opposed to free candy or what? I don't know. I think it was opposed to being on the streets. Like,
1: I always thought, like, something would happen, I think. I think that was my problem. Did you watch Halloween and shit as a kid or what?
2: Michael Myers behind that bush and shit.
1: Like, worst case scenario in my head where, like, I'm going to get, like, abducted or some shit. So, So, like, when I did go out, I, I had the most fucking lame fucking costumes you could think of, so... Uh, I didn't really have a, co- I didn't have a costume. I didn't have a go-to or a, like one that I was like, yeah, I'm fucking badass.
3: I never, no, I didn't do that. It's fucked up, eh? It's pretty weird. Hmm. So, it's fucked- my mom used when I was a kid. she used to make me costumes. And uh, in eighty four, eighty five, she made me E. T. costume. And oh, I, that's I, rad, dude! It's like burned in my head. This costume. I mean, she stuffed this fucker with like, you know. Whatever stuffing is, you know, yeah. cotton or whatever, and uh that thing man, it was awesome, full on head, feet, everything, so it's a glowing uh, finger, yeah, totally. that was yeah, like it was just red <laughs> fabric, you know it was oh, that's it was right. really awesome,
2: so you got like a is there an old photo that exists, or what
3: i you know what I'm sure there is, I'll dig something up, dig I'll, it up and I'll, stick it
2: on this episode
3: i <laughs> i'll I'll, uh, I'll do my best on that one, so <laughs> so. Jody, Dude. I know you got some good answers here, and I don't know if I'm gonna get the story out of you. But
2: well, I don't know, man. When <laughs> I was a kid, almost every year I was Kiss. <laughs> I well, yeah. I was Gene Simmons like year after year. That's just what. <laughs> that's just the coolest costume there was, man. You would get your three buddies oh, yeah. and you and Friends your are kiss. like,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. got it, Gene Simmons. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'd have so. three buddies and I'd make them. My buddy Clinton would always be Paul Stanley, and we'd find somebody to be Peter Chris and Ace Frehley oh every year.
3: Like... Jody, are you get you wanna you wanna tell that really good story that's already been public?
2: Ah, no, we'll no. save that okay. one. You could dig that one up on a Strange Ways <laughs> episode, I'm sure. <laughs> Unless you All really right. want me to tell it, I will. But
3: Just, talking about uh, the Blood Cup do story. Do the quick version, Blood Cup.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> So this is like, I was already a teenager, old enough to be out partying on Halloween and getting drunk and shit, you know? And of course, I was Gene Simmons. (laughs) So I got the makeup on, and I'm at this party, and I meet this girl, and we're just kind of hanging out and shit. And one thing leads to another, and she kind of pulls me back into this bedroom, and she, Mm -hmm. like, totally wanted me to go down on her as the demon, as Gene Simmons with his tongue and all that shit, right? (laughs) So I obliged, and uh, but apparently when I came out of the bedroom to back to where all my friends were, I don't know if you've ever seen the back of a live too, Darren. I don't know if you're like a kiss dude at all, but no,
1: I wasn't a kiss freak, but by all means, I much respect to the kiss. I don't, I, I, I like kiss. I'm
2: cool with it. Yeah, well, you know how Gene always has all this blood and stuff. <laughs> oh God! Well, apparently. Apparently she must have been uh, you know having her monthlies because I came out of there looking like I just fucking spit blood on the <laughs> live and all my friends never let me fucking live it down. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so it's the-, it's the blood cup story. That's kind of a s- condensed version but yeah. <laughs> Shit. I may still edit that out.
1: That's pretty <laughs> it's pretty I gross. Fuck that! That's
2: fucking rad. I always thought that it would make a good scene. Like I don't know if you have ever seen that movie uh, Super Bad, where the the chick's dancing on this yeah. dude and he stains his leg. <laughs> I'm like, dude, mine was way worse. But, <laughs> that's uh, so that's the blood cup story. You're Thank welcome. You, <laughs> <laughs> so Darren, man, it's been so cool to talk to you, dude. I can't wait till the next time you guys come through St. Louis, man. I want to see you play. I haven't seen you play with Bottle Rocket or the Old Wives. So yeah, look forward to know, the next time you guys come through.
1: I think it almost happened this year. I think St.
2: Louis is in the cards, but then it fell through last second or something. So yeah. sure it'll happen sometime. It's surprising um, because the Bottle Rocket's played here like a billion times, it feels like, and I just still yeah. haven't seen him with you.
1: Last year was like total chaos. We hit five continents. Like we were all over the fucking place. This year we were a little bit more chill and uh Miguel and his wife are having a kid in August, so things are very. We're going to be very slow for the rest of the year, and then, like I said, there's going to be some. Uh, I think we're going to record in November. That's the plan.
2: Awesome. So Definitely looking forward to hearing the, that. We
1: got, we got the inside scoop on that. So.
2: Right on. Uh,
1: And then, uh, and then, yeah, back to normal next year. So, like I said, this year is kind of like, all right, let's regroup, and uh, Miguel and his his wife can have a baby, and they can settle, and you know. Oh. Right have going on and, and make sure everything's cool and then and then uh, like i said when uh the new year comes around next year it's, it's, it's only july and we're talking about next year already but <laughs> but uh yeah that's the plan anyways
2: right on i got yeah. one more question before we go if that's cool yeah dude yep fire away <laughs> so uh do you have a favorite bottle rocket cut you got a favorite song by teenage bottle rocket um i i love maverick
0: You say it's not my flying, it's my attitude Goose and I will bust the tower if we're in the mood
1: love maverick but i would say that my, my favorite song plays Cruise of chicks yeah like that song cool. is ape shit at the end it. so it's fun it's awesome but yeah maverick is probably my my favorite um there's a couple cody songs in there though that are pretty rad but i'd still probably i'd probably sit on maverick mutilate me is rad too i know that's another race song but
2: mutilate me is pretty yeah pretty awesome one. You know, Maverick. I actually went back and watched that damn Top Gun because of that song. Okay. Because I was like, I I hadn't seen Top Gun since I was a little kid, and I wasn't really getting the lyrics as much. And then I went back and watched the movie just so. Oh, the
1: lyrics fucking kill it.
2: Yeah. Once you. The
1: funny thing is, like Ray 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 talks about it when we play it live. Now it's like
2: Cody has no idea what the fuck is
1: going on. He doesn't have a clue. Like, what the hell are you talking about, sort of thing? (laughs) He's like, have you ever seen Top Gun? He's like, meh. I
2: was like,
1: oh Jesus. Yeah, but the lyrics can, can like kill
2: it. Yeah, like it's awesome. Yeah, very clever. Yeah, Nate, any final anything?
3: Uh, nope. Just uh, uh it's pretty cool for you to uh, come on, Darren. Thanks a lot.
1: All good. Sorry I was so late. My life's fucking pile of weirdness. So there's always okay. something going on.
3: No worries, man.
2: What's up? Yeah, yeah, man. man. Thanks so much for coming on, spending a little bit of time with us. I think everyone'll will, will dig hearing from you. Cool, cool dude, cool dudes. <laughs> I'm looking forward to both of the new records, man.
1: Yeah, man. Yep. Like I said, it's it's in the works. We're we're working hard ish.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right on. T U M M Y R O
1: O N T U M M Y
0: R O O N.
2: All right, so there you have it. Our second guest, Mr. Darren Chuka. Very cool. Very nice of him to come along with us and uh great interview, huh, Nate?
3: Yeah, yeah, that was he was great. So that's uh yeah, not bad for our second guest, you know. Yeah, pretty so, good. Great drummer.
2: Yeah, nice guy. Funny guy. Totally. But yeah, this was uh you've been listening to the dummy room. We're gonna wrap this one up. You got any closing words for the folks, Nate?
3: I got nothing. No, nope, <laughs> just yo MTV raps, dude. <laughs>
2: you know, thanks for listening everyone and we'll see you next Thursday. Bye. I